0: I'm Liv. And I'm Nicole. And we're Chuckaboos. And this is our podcast. Different name, same dumb bitches. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing I hate the name Freedom Day. (laughs) As an American, when like freedom, let freedom ring and everything is just like drilled into your head, I hate it. Mm. Because it has nothing to do with freedom and everything to do with like your personal life Mm
1: -hmm. being
0: unaffected by the greater good. That's all it is.
1: Did you see the protest in London today?
0: What was it protesting?
1: They were anti lockdown protesters protesting on Freedom Day. I say Freedom Day in open quotations you got what you want what are you protesting exactly there was like there's literally somebody said it's the equivalent of a woman's trying to you know protest the right for women to vote we have it we've got it like i I hate i hate people <laughs> god like what more do you want it's weird to me i just i like it's been so hyped up and i've seen so much media around it and yet in my head i'm like no i'm still in a pandemic i'm still going through this
0: but i think like, everyone's still going through it like
1: Exactly. You know, my family in Australia are dealing with it.
0: Nothing has changed. Did you see that
1: Katie Hopkins got kicked out of Australia? <gasps> I was going to bring that up with you because I was so, so, so mad when I saw it. Just the fact, one, I'm appalled and amazed that someone in Channel 7, which is like a TV channel in Australia, mm. somebody up there was like, Do you know, what's a great idea. Let's get like Britain's most hated woman. And ship her into Australia, give her a visa, get her in the country. When hundreds and like hundreds and hundreds of Australians can't mm-hmm. go home to see their families, like we haven't been able to. My dad couldn't get into the country for ages, but she got over in a heartbeat. And then she was like bragging about flouting quarantine rules on her Instagram, and it was just like, yeah, speechless. Like, what did
0: they expect?
1: What the what the response from every Australian being like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Also, what did they expect from her?
1: Give them great content for Celebrity Big Brother.
0: Ugh. I've never seen an episode of Big Brother.
1: Consider yourself lucky. I grew up in that. That was like my youth was watching Channel Four Big Brother, like early noughties. It was that was probably the point where you could see like civilization just going. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: It was because it was like Survivor, Big Brother. It was all those reality
1: shows, people getting famous quick. Mm -hmm. But I could not believe that, and that was what led me into my thinking this week that we could talk about our experiences living abroad from our families given the katie hopkins incident it kind of it reminded me how far i am
0: haven't loads of celebrities just gone to australia
1: yeah loads like i keep seeing them turn up and i'm like how money name the name
0: yeah it's it's been hard this is definitely mm. the hardest time because it was always like it was always a thing I was like oh well you could always come back yeah you know if it doesn't work if you miss home like you can always come back and now it's like I don't know
1: so why did you come to the UK why did you leave home
0: <laughs> love
1: <laughs> love made me do it and
0: Love. yeah well I when I came in I was 17 with school I knew I was gonna move here it was mm-hmm. kind of one of just those serendipitous things
1: it wasn't that you were like one of those teens in what was it 2012 With the one direction phase where people were like, keep calm
0: and be British. Oh god. I hope I was never that bad, but I definitely was a bit of an anglophile because like I watched Doctor Who and Harry Potter and
1: Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock.
0: I was not I would like to say I was not a super who lock (laughs) ever.
1: I called myself that.
0: I liked Supernatural. I liked um I I liked all of them separately, but I was never that feral. excuse me my one of
1: my top and was like a super who lot do
0: you deny that the that they were feral though do you deny it
1: i don't <laughs> deny it
0: <laughs> they were horrible it was just like peak fandom culture
1: i don't miss those days
0: however it just happened to work out that the person i fell in love with is from here but also new york is expensive as hell Healthcare is expensive as hell. I don't see myself, unless something drastically changes in my finances, Mm. ever moving back.
1: Oh, I was gonna ask if you'd ever consider going home, but
0: no, I wouldn't want my daughter to be in like school there. The politics like pisses me off. The Mm -hmm. yeah, and it's not great here either. Be like, who knows, like when you'll be able to go to Australia? Because
1: well, my mother last saw me when I was twenty-four and i'm coming up to 27 in december so that gives you some context to the last time that she saw me but i saw um some comments so i was reading an article the other day and it was um an australian expat who was living in germany and had rushed home to australia to see his mum before she passed away Mm. unfortunately she passed away while he was quarantining in a different state and he couldn't get into the state he needed to get into in time and all of the comments were like, oh, this is the decision you made. Like living abroad, this is what can happen. Like you just have to accept that. I was like, nobody living abroad signed up to the fact that we wouldn't be able to travel and see our families for yeah. two plus years. Like I've never ever imagined that.
0: You never make that kind of decision thinking, I'm never going to come back. Yeah.
1: But all of the comments were so just, uh, maybe I was just seeing really all the negative ones, but they were just like portraying it that we made this decision and therefore we have to accept the outcome. When in fact, when my family moved back to Australia you know I knew it'd be a while till I saw them because it's expensive for tickets like it ain't cheap flying halfway Mm. across the world but I didn't think that I wouldn't be able to hug them or come see them at the drop of a hat like I have to wait I have to they'll be quarantine. there will have to be there's hundreds of people already on waiting lists to get in they've halved the intake numbers yeah and I'm worried I probably won't see them this Christmas so told my yesterday. I, I was like I'll see you when I'm 30 and she was like no don't say that
0: there's just a don't joke I'm probably gonna see them when I'm 30 <laughs> oh. I think there's just a rampant lack of empathy in yes. the world right now and especially like I don't go in the comments anymore on Facebook and Twitter and all those things because you could just see that the people who are the least empathetic, the least understanding, the most ignorant are the ones that Mm -hmm. are so ready to voice their opinions on the internet. And I'm not saying that I haven't judged people and their decisions on the internet, (laughs) but I would never... Like, comment, like, well, this is what you deserve.
1: Yeah. Did you ever think you'd live this far away from home growing up?
0: Yeah. I think because I guess we just have a, obviously, uh, my mom um, is from the Dominican Republic. My dad was born in New York to, you know, a Dominican mom. So we've moved around a lot. Like, great-great-great-grandparents came from Spain or Poland or stuff like that. Like, people leave home in my family. Yeah. So it's kind of this understanding that it's an option where, when Mm. I, where I grew up, it was, like, very much, I lived in my grandparents' house and then my parents lived it in it and I'm probably going to inherit the house from them. It's like mm. people don't leave. That scares me a little bit. I don't like it. I don't think it's healthy at all. If you want to come back, if you like, you know, oh, that's where I want to live. I want to stay on mm. Long Island and, you know, you want to go back, that's fine. I think it should be a college requirement to go
1: live in another country. Yeah, have that experience,
0: see the I world. I think it should be required that you have to go to another part of the world,
1: just to widen, like widen your horizon a little bit,
0: just a little bit, Nancy.
1: I was always slightly jealous of people though that had, like lived in the same town for like the whole. Life. I'm seeing it now actually. I saw someone on Facebook just get married that I went to high school with, and they've like lived in the same place their entire life, and they've like they go on holidays, of course, but they've never lived anywhere else other than. That one place, and mm-hmm. they know so many people. It's like so tight knit. And I was always a little bit jealous of that just because it was like I was always the person that had moved around a lot, and I just same. wanted to know some like permanency.
0: Yeah, I totally get that because we both moved around a lot. So mm. I loved it when I lived there. And I think that was always like the plan, I guess, when I was growing up. It was just like, I'm going to marry my best friend and we're going to live in the same house. And blah, 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 blah. Mm. I am so glad that's not how it turned out, just in the sense that. <sighs> I have seen so much more Mm. than I would have if I stayed there. You know, I love my family. Love. Yeah. Even all this, you know, everything that's happened. I've gotten so much closer with my husband and my daughter than I think would have been possible if we were both working normally. Yeah. I mean, would I choose to have a pandemic? Absolutely not. But we did. Would I do a pandemic again? Maybe not. Maybe not. (laughs) I'm okay um, on pandemics. I have reached my yep. limit. Thank you very much, Karma World.
1: And it's now showing us how unhappy it is with the heat.
0: I am miserable. It is tropical here.
1: Don't know if it's just because my flat is freezing or if Scotland's just not that hot. Like this weekend, we went hiking and camping, as you know. And. <laughs> it was so gray like it was just like we got to the top of the mountain and we were like mm, i'm sorry what heat wave like i was seeing i still had signal luckily so i was like on insta and i saw people like on the beach or like in the park and it was like so sunny and everyone was like having hot girl summer and i was like in a tent wearing a down jacket cold and it was just gray outside and i was like where is this heat wave so i'm I'm missing it but yeah, girl, i see you're struggling with it
0: <laughs> there was a reason why the romans never like went past hadrian's wall they were <laughs> yeah, like have-
1: it's too cold. Turn around. Turn that shit around. Brutus, we're leaving. Like,
0: Because <laughs> we went to... So we stayed in the Lake District for in July a couple of years ago. And we're like, oh, we'll just go up to Hadrian's Wall and then double back down. And it was July. It was freezing. I didn't have a coat. And I was like, this is why they never went farther north. But yeah, these buildings are just not built for warm weather. Our problem is, is that if there's no breeze and there hasn't been, mm. the... Heat has nowhere to go because we only have one just wall stays. of windows. We don't have mm-hmm. any cross breeze at all. So oh it's just been God. stagnant here. Do you have a fan? I do. It's it's the hardest working little fan ever.
1: <laughs> Your biggest fan. Yeah. <laughs> it is my biggest fan. <laughs> I get asked a lot, like, in my work, how I manage with the heat in Australia, and I think it's just because literally every building you're in has air conditioning. Everywhere
0: has air conditioning, and the buildings are made not to hold any heat, like, it's not insulated to help. I really think,
1: yeah, like, uh, my high school was really, really open plan, and there were so many windows, and we had, like, either fans or air conditioning, and then you go from the air-conditioned room into your air-conditioned car, and then you go into your air-conditioned home, or you go to your air-conditioned mall, and but here i think it's ridiculous that even big
0: stores big stores don't have air conditioning
1: i don't know how i feel about summer in the uk it's i'm an autumn person like i (laughs) i miss i want autumn like i want to have like my tiny
0: pumpkins
1: literally i want my tiny oh god i am like i am the actual basic white i've always
0: been like that though
1: like halloween is my time I'm just, like, ready for it. I'm, like, I want fall. I want, like, lots of cardigans. I want to watch, like, Gilmore Girls and When Harry Met Sally. Like, Hocus Pocus and, like, pumpkin spice lattes and go pumpkin picking and just be cozy and have my candles, my fairy lights. And, oh, I'm ready for it.
0: Yeah, you know me. I mean, September rolls around and I'm, like, yep, it's officially fall.
1: Oh, And it's, like, still summer
0: outside. But I'm, like, nope, in my mind. But going back to –
1: um covid related things because our <laughs> lives are just entirely that's all, it is. that's all it is the fact that scotland have different rules to england and england i saw that the clubs like were open until midnight last night and they were like sort of to celebrate the fact that Freedom i think Days they opened
0: out, right? at midnight
1: Did they open at midnight yeah okay um, i just don't know how i feel about that
0: i think once i get my second vaccine like i will be more comfortable Yeah. Like I totally understand. Like we do need to get to a point where we are going back, you know, settling back into a normal rhythm Mm. eventually. But you have to be vaccinated, unless you have like some medical thing. Like
1: enough. I've become so antisocial since March twenty twenty. Like socializing exhausts me. I can't ever imagine being in a sweaty club again.
0: Yeah, I think there's gonna be some like kind of. Rehabilitation for people because I don't, I honestly don't think it's healthy for you not to do those
1: things. No, but I just feel old like, not old, but I just feel like, yeah, watch your words. I'm older than you, respect your elders. You're not that old, (laughs) respect your elders.
0: You're like two years older. I'm 16, I'm a grandmother. (laughs) No, I just, I'm not. Um, no, you're not gonna go like like... drinking every weekend like you did when you were 21, however like oh i'll be up for
1: every like the odd occasion yeah you need to you need to go out again you need to Uh, i'm like a late night for me now it's like nine o'clock so being out to like 2 a.m i'm just like how the hell would my body keep up with that
0: you take a nap because i've never been a 2 a.m person so this is like you know it's been my time so this is what you do you take a nap before you go out before you're (laughs) pre-game And then you pregame and then you just, you need to have someone who's going to hype you up the rest of the night. Mm. If I don't have someone who's just like, we're going to keep going and we're not going to stop until the sun comes mm. up, then I will get tired.
1: I hate that moment when you get sleepy in a club and you're like, I just want to go to bed. I don't want to do this anymore.
0: Then you have to get back. That's the yeah, worst part like, for me. Or getting home. Yeah. I'm just like, well,
1: uh, I think you'll find we just get your husband to pick us up.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know he had his party times from when he was like 17 to 24 he was a wild one so it is our time
1: it is time <laughs> It is
0: time. <laughs> with my cheesy chips that aren't melted
1: cheese just plastic cheese that's british culture right there
0: that is disgusting. i don't know why because i made david a wrap and i just put regular cheese in it and he's like oh i had shredded lactose-free cheese but in my head cold shredded cheese does not belong on anything when it's not melted what like regular sliced cheese is okay not melted but shredded cheese i don't know why in my head if you're not melting that why is it there
1: so what you don't think it should be in a sandwich yes so like if, like you went to go to the supermarket and you've seen like a ham and cheese sandwich and it's just like shredded cheese inside nasty oh my gosh that's interesting
0: I don't know why. I don't know if it's a mouthfeel thing. One, it's messy.
1: I just thought that was the norm. I didn't realize that that wasn't a thing in America. Maybe
0: it's not a thing in America. I've never seen a sandwich with shredded cheese in it.
1: <laughs> Ever, but- except when you came here.
0: Except when I came here.
1: Ah, uh, culture shock.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what, the is- what the hell is this? the hell is this? Well, like, cheese is much better here, so it's fine.
1: And it goes on from what we were talking about before about moving abroad. When I m- moved back here and I was Driving the fact that cars were parked on either side of the road on very small roads, I was just like, "What
0: the?" There's one road by um my in laws' house that should be a one way street. There is Mm -hmm. no room for parked cars and then two way traffic
1: at all. Park on the curb.
0: You literally can only get one car down. So if one come is coming up the other way, someone Mm -hmm. it's like a game of chicken to see who's gonna go into reverse. It's ridiculous.
1: I also really hate entry lanes like the where there's no have you driven yeah. on these like that for me is like or anxiety is just like heightened to 100% because I'm just like oh my god I'm gonna have to like reverse and I can't reverse my car and there's
0: a lot in Scotland when we were up north and um by Loch Ness like it was only one road to get up to Inverness and that road mm. is that's us 60 60 because it's just national speed limit so here I am pregnant as hell it's hilly and like windy mm. and you can't see who's coming. And David's still going 60 because he's, you know, a madman. Oh my God. My stomach turned. Mm. Olivia turned. It was, <laughs> I was, I've never been car sick. I've never been car sick, but every time we had to go down that road, like, you know, the 30 oh, minutes God. to the nearest Tesco, that was a lot. Mm. So I'd like to go back up there when <laughs> I don't have a baby in me. So why? Because... You do not like going on the motorways here. Did you go on the motorways in I drive
1: motorways now? <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I I mean I drove down to Liverpool when I came to see you and I was on the motorway for like six hours. I it did took that, you six hours? Like in total. It might have been five hours, but mm-hmm. we stopped for dinner, so so what
0: made the motorways in Australia different to the ones here that you didn't like them?
1: That there's like only two lanes and there's wide open spaces. So you don't like three lane traffic? Really? Terrifies me. I don't know where I'm meant to be. I mean there is three lane traffic in Australia and I could deal with it, but like I never needed to be in the area where that started happening. Like I never really uh, drove into the city. Okay. Ever. So it was very rare that I would drive into the city. I'd I'd drive into towns like Fremantle for uni and around my town, and like I'd be on the freeway, but I never really got to the three lanes in the city center. And then roundabouts are just scare me shitless anyway, so. <laughs> I never know which lane I need to be in, okay? Like, this is the bane of my existence. I think all roundabouts should have that little sign at the side that says which lane you need to be in. We're
0: not even gonna talk about that roundabout in a witness. Never again. <gasps>
1: Nicole has seen the worst <laughs> in my driving. It's amazing I passed my driving test, honestly. I drove manual i practiced manual and i took a manual driving test i stalled seven out of nine times because nine being the maximum times you can stall past that and ever since I've yeah, just been i driving automatic. just refuse
0: i was like i'm not taking this test again manual for what <laughs> i'm sorry are if we're going to be going to electric cars and floating cars or whatever like are they going to be manual no teslas aren't manual i don't think no. that's like i always equate it i always equate people driving manual cars versus automatic to using a rotary phone versus like a regular one like you just want to <laughs> feel cool letting all the numbers like float by there's literally unless you are mm. like a formula one driver i always tell this to my husband I'm like you just want to seem cool just admit it you just i think they think they're elite yeah like oh i can drink my, yeah well guess what i can drink my coffee and drive at the same time and i don't have to worry about changing gears oh hill starts don't know her
1: you'd know how to hold yourself up a garage getting your car done
0: it's like the girl in fast and furious
1: whereas me i am that girl that's like on the phone of my father being like dad they say there's something more wrong with the car than just an oil change
0: (laughs) thing is like if i had to drive manual like if david was you know in trouble or something like that and like i only had a manual car we were talking about this like if i had Mm -hmm. to steal a car in this country and i had to like Drive manual. I I could do it. Do a manual. I I can figure it out. I can try my darndest and i would probably get it. I just don't want to. <laughs> I know how to change the gears. It's just getting my feet to do something because my foot is so used to doing absolutely nothing while I'm driving. So should we do a section about why, why we changed?
1: Yeah, I suppose that would probably make sense if we explained to our listeners why we went from existential bread to Chuckaboo podcast.
0: Because like any good millennial... We just changed our mind.
1: Yeah, we did a Madonna. We just went, you know, we we decided to change things up. Lady Gaga it, if you will.
0: Serotonin just wasn't in existential bread anymore.
1: I think what we, because like, I don't, no one knows this, but existential bread was originally called craftastrophe, and it was going to be sort of like baking and Mm -hmm. crafts and all that jazz. And then we decided to focus on the baking because we both really love baking. But I think... I think we're better suited just talking about topical things we just, and yeah, pop culture references just, just and our lives. To,
0: that's that's what we're good at. <laughs> that's it. That's the line. So now we got it. And then you know Victorians had have... what a great word. I'm sorry, checkaboos is so good.
1: Yes. So Nicole found our new name because it's an old Victorian slang term for a beloved friend. That's the end. <laughs>
0: I always feel like every time you read something about Victorians and they're like, they're such good friends. It's always like, oh, they they were, these bitches gay. <laughs> they slept in the same bedroom as friends.
1: The Victorian slang, Chuckaboot" is our podcast title because it means beloved friends and we are beloved friends. And we met working yes, at Victorian property in Liverpool. So it pays homage to our origin <laughs> story. So, what you'll find on this podcast now is two dumb bitches struggling through life.
0: Um, and talking about cars. We are mechanics now. Because you know why?
1: Why? Because you
0: don't leave family behind. What? Have you not seen that meme? What? No, what meme? You are not on this side of TikTok. <laughs> With, um... What, what side is this? Ben Diesel's character from Fast and the Furious.
1: What side of TikTok are you on? Are you kidding? It is everywhere coming up on mine at the moment and i'm so sick of them i can't remember what they are but every time they come up i'm like oh i hate the sound i I was telling my friends like i don't
0: like the one
1: i don't it's not that i don't like it i don't the
0: notes don't tickle something inside me the right way the one was like here comes the boy oh i love that when it's like cats and things it is i love the videos but for some reason that series of notes i don't like I
1: don't like it. It's unsettling. (laughs) The funniest thing for me when I'm on TikTok and I click on lives, because I quite like the background noise of having like a live next to me Mm. that I'm quite interested in if it's like a creator I like, but it's the ones who, you know, maybe they've got like a decent amount of followers, but like not like, I don't know, crazy famous followers. Uh, but all all you're watching is them just like trying to quickly read the comments that are coming yeah. up, and they're just kind of like, and then and they're just kind of like, and then they'll just answer a question that's been asked.
0: It's very weird. I don't. I, however, what's weirder is the ones of girls, with pancake butts, like laying pancake on their bed. beds, like on their stomach. Excuse
1: you. You're talking to a pancake butt girl here.
0: You do not have a. In what world? Have you seen my badonkadonk? It's not there. It's do no I existence. have, and girl, for a white woman, you have an ass. Oh, thank I will you. not I be taking
1: comments or criticism. No, we're about, about self love here. I have. I don't know about you, but I'm trying to practice more self and You have. Me, it's cake hard back there.
0: I'm talking so like these girl, these women who like lay on their bed and just have it at an angle where it's like their butt is all you see. If
1: I had lives, I'd do that.
0: <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> it's just really weird because there was one where she just kept like shaking her butt back and forth, and that's all she was doing. And I'm like, wow, we're really digging at the bottom of the barrel of getting attention here. It's
1: content. It's content for someone.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. But uh, yeah, positivity. Do do what you want, girl. Shake that, shake that pancake ass. <laughs> shake that
1: pancake ass for whoever's watching. For yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to practice more sort of like... I go through such massive mood swings of self-love. You know me. I'm the worst with it. Oh, I know. It's just because, you know... Body dysmorphia really hits hard some days. And it's just... I can't remember what I was wearing the other day, and I was like, I just, every time I looked in the mirror, I was just like a big wall of human flesh, like, I just, there was no way that I could make myself like how I looked, and it's just, but then, the next day, I'll be like, I am a goddess, and like, people are lucky (laughs) to see this, you know?
0: (laughs) You do, you do go through those moments.
1: And it's worse for me in summer, because like, I see more skin, and that really gets me, Mm -hmm. hits me a little bit harder, I'm like, oh my god, I hate everything that jiggles on my body, and... But then come winter, I'm like, I am a cozy nest of tights and cardigans, and no one can see my body shape.
0: I think now that I've kind of, you know, I think so I saw someone say, like, you know, they know you're fat, so just stop trying to hide it with layers
1: and stuff. Mm. But I think it's like growing up. It's hard. Oh God, it's like, yeah, growing up, I don't know about you, but I there would be things where it's like, you can't wear stripes because you're, like, curvy and mm. it makes you look bigger. And you can't do this because it makes you look bigger. Like, I, was, I grew up thinking I couldn't wear anything.
0: Well, even, like, watching, we were watching White Chicks, and there's that scene where they're, like, in the changing room. Oh! <gasps> And oh gosh, that
1: really hurts me, that whole scene. The, so I can't remember
0: what the character's name is, and she's just a stick, right? Like, mm-hmm. she is the skinniest person ever, and she's just, like, holding her fat, and she's just like, I'm such a fat, fat, fatty, blah, blah, And, like, yes, it's a joke, it's funny or whatever, but the fact that mm-hmm. that was, it was not even just, like, that one movie with that one joke, it was prevalent, like, that Paris Hilton body, and if you were mm-hmm. any heavier than the Paris Hilton body, you were fat, Mm. and it's like that is impossible it is an impossible standard to uphold and they're like they wonder why you know all these we have all these problems with body dysmorphia and body image and body positivity it's like it's because the 2000 the 90s and 2000s were
1: horrible like i want to be that person who's twenty four seven body positive about themselves love you know like self-love and I don't know about you. I just, I I can't feel it. Like, it's not 24-7. It's, like, a maybe a few hours a day thing where I'm, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I look good. And then someone will take a photo of me and it has gone. Oh, Absolutely gone. That will ruin a whole day for me.
0: If someone takes a candid photo of me, I can't handle it. No. Like, instantly, I have very, very bad intrusive thoughts. But you, like, look at movies, like Bridget Jones's Diary and stuff like that, and (gasps) any time that a character is supposed to be the fat character... And they're just like... I think she's meant
1: to be like, what, nine... Is she nine stone in Roger Jones or something like that? Like something ridiculous. It's like, oh, she's so fat. I thought you said she was skinny. Or even
0: like, you know, in Ever After, like the other uh, mm. stepsister, how she's supposed to be the fat one. And like her mom's just like, all you do is eat and blah, blah, blah. And it's
1: just like, she's skinny. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: She is a skinny woman.
0: Like, I'd love to
1: look like her. We work on it every day. It ain't easy but it is not what was your success for the week or what something you saw that made you smile because we're cute like
0: that hold on well you go first because I need to think it should not be this hard to think of something happy but
1: my mom sent me some money to treat myself specifically to buy flowers so I bought myself two bouquets of flowers today one was some flowers which I love and the Mm -hmm. other one was Pinks and purples, and it made my living room look really pretty. And it really purred me up because I love buying flowers for myself.
0: Yeah, oh, I see all the peonies in the supermarket, and I really
1: want. Sunflowers are my absolute favorite. I love them so so much. So that made flowers. me smile.
0: Well, for a while, I was really concerned about Olivia's speech because, like, she should be going mm-hmm. through a like a speech leap or whatever. Right now, and we were in H and M, and she just ran up to the accessory section, and she just pointed mm. out. She's like, "hat, hat," <gasps> oh and it's like this little thing, and it's just one of. The, it's so lame. It's one of those mom things, but you no. like you're always questioning yourself. Like, am I doing the right thing? Is she listening? Like, you spend all day being like yogurt, strawberry, blah, like, mm-hmm. all these things, and you just don't know if it hits and just out of nowhere it was just
1: like hat that is amazing news
0: congratulations congratulations she's Olivia. My God, she's saying things yeah she is like now every day she like says something new and i feel better
1: she's gonna be bilingual by the time she's five and i'm gonna be like this child is the most intelligent little angel i've ever met she
0: is it's so funny she is both like really intelligent and then super dumb sometimes
1: <laughs> she takes after a namesake
0: yeah oh but that's such a nice that's such a nice story to end on yeah my my little girl saying hat 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 so that was our show uh give us a like and a follow on all our social medias chuckaboo's podcast we're on instagram tiktok twitter other places whatever you're listening to this on spotify or apple subscribe keep updated and join us next time. A bye bye. A bye bye <laughs> Goodbye.
1: A goodbye. Bye. Bye bye now. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye.